Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. You are indeed listening to LOL Radio here on OCRFM. Tice, very excited to have our uh, first guest of the night on the uh, end of the line. Absolutely. So let's find out who's there. Okie dokie, on LOL Radio, it is time to chat to our first guest of the evening about an upcoming comedy show in Ballarat, and uh, don't know about you, Taz, but uh, whew, I've been watching Flacco, yeah. the uh, alter ego of uh, Paul Livingston for many, many, many years, yeah. uh, so it's awesome to have uh, Paul on the phone. Good evening to you, sir. Uh, hi, it's really good to be here. As a non-fictional character. <laughs> Do you often get to uh, chat to people as yourself? No one wants to talk to me. <laughs> you know, you know I've, I've lived in the shadow of that man for, for all my life, half my life, actually. Yeah. So it's a, it's a great pleasure that you would talk to as a human being <laughs> instead of the completely altered ego. <laughs> I was thinking back of when I even first came across the character, and we had a, a video, a VHS taped from the TV of... Uh, Dust Capital. Dust Capital. And I remember watching it because there was like cartoons taped before it or whatever. <laughs> and it just kept going. And I was like watching this thing going, what is this? <laughs> I was a kid who had no idea what was going on, but I couldn't look away. <laughs> oh, I feel sorry. That's sorry for you, the terrible parents. <laughs> like that. We didn't know what we were doing either. That was such an experiment, that show. It's incredible what the ABC allowed us to do. Back in the day, yes. We, we walked in the room with ideas. And to our surprise, they did them. It was extraordinary. Yeah, because the show that you're uh, bringing to Ballarat is yourself and Steve Abbott in a show called Foreverland, and it sounds like it's going to be a mix of you, your characters, and uh, a bit of a, a deep dive into where you've come from and uh, where the, the characters have taken you over the years. Yeah, it will be. It's basically Steve, Steve Abbott, who's the fan man, and, and myself. So we'll be deconstructing those characters on stage, but we'll also see how the characters respond to being deconstructed as well, and they'll be yep. de- deconstructing us at the same time. <laughs> so you'll have two humans on stage, but four characters. Yep. And that, that was the basis of it, to like, to like go back and see why, why on earth we did that, and that led us back to our parents. Both yes, yep. were called Evelyn, which was um, a coincidence. We don't think they were the same person, but... Um, <laughs> They were never seen in the same room, so we don't know. Yeah. But we were, we were born three weeks apart, so it would have been a quick turn over there. So we <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I do remember uh, Evelyn Steve's mum on uh, In Siberia Tonight with uh, all her cooking tips. And uh, it's great to see that uh, you're able to bring uh, kind of the, the human side uh, as well from the, from the characters that you've created over the years. Yeah, it's amazing that they did have human sides, isn't it? <laughs> but you do you do get to see it in this show, I think, too. And the, the stories, I, I've written about my mother, and uh, I wrote a book about my father, but it was about um, their relationship. And Steve's written a lot about his mother as well. Yes. So it's, uh, it seems to, it seems to be coming, coming together quite well. I mean, we had a bit of COVID in between. Because mm-hmm. we, we started the idea, went out, started doing it, and then were turned away. So 
We've been in hibernation, but we're coming out again. Yeah, it was it was sad when um, Steve kind of hung up the the mantle with his show Exit the Sandman, and I I was always wondering will will there ever be a return? So to see that you guys are still bringing the characters around because I know you've um, been supporting the Doug Anthony All Stars as yourself with uh, oh my my impersonation of Richard Pryor, the non-thinking man's Richard Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, also Flacco uh, was making appearances as uh, a little bit of a warm-up, as was tradition at uh, those Doug Anthony All-Stars gigs of uh, the early years. Yeah, well, you can't you can't stop Flacco. I mean, I didn't bother doing an exit Flacco show because he won't listen to me. Yeah. And, 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 you know, the same as the Sandman, they, they just can't go away. They're, they're a, a terrible thing on uh, Australian society, basically. <laughs> you can't get them out with anything. Yeah. So we just have to live with them. So we've fooled them into doing this show. Because you've been working together with Steve for, for so long, is there sort of a... Does, does writing shows like this sort of stuff come really easily or is it just... Um, obviously, you've got you know a shorthand, I suppose, of, of, of ways you work and you know and how Steve things, works. Yeah, and, yeah. Is, is that how it works? Well, Steve and I have been best friends now, too, for 35 years. And the thing is, even once we went on television, the shows never actually stop. Uh, yep. When we're together, we break into those characters all the time. Yep. Um, especially on long drives, it just becomes another like on the Sandman show. So we've never stopped performing, except we're the only ones who usually hear it these days. <laughs> and the show, the show did come out of that idea that we just keep breaking back and forth into characters. It's what we do. And um, so they've continued, and we've continued as well, which is quite extraordinary. Yeah, because as I, as I mentioned at the top, there's kind of my parents had that, and then I grew up watching that sort of stuff. Like, is, there's multi generations of people who've grown up with it now. Uh, do you see that sort of stuff at shows? Uh, yes, we do. We see a, a great mix of people, and um, as you say, we get a lot of uh, a lot of people whose parents introduced them, and um, mm-hmm. some people who weren't even born who have just grew up with the videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's quite moving. Some, sometimes we've, we've had people come along whose parents have died, and they've come along in tribute to their parents just to see us. Yeah, well. yeah. It's quite an extraordinary thing to have hung around with this whole thing. And of course, most of our audience, so, I mean, they can't even hear us anymore. <laughs> so we, we can do anything we like up there. Right. Yeah, there have been quite a a lot of shows that uh, the characters have been on over the years. Things like Good News Week and those early days with the big gig. We don't see as many variety shows. I think the sideshow was the closest we came to uh, yeah. in recent years that yeah. I can think of. That um, you know the likes of Flacco and Sandman would pop up on. Do you think yeah. that style of show? Do you think it would work in a a, a modern setting? Oh, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it happen. In those days, especially with the big gig, which was live to wear at the mm. time you are watching it. And nobody worried about rules in those days, about being sued or anything like that. They, they, would, they would take risks. The courageous, even when we were working on Channel 10 and doing those shows, um, we were allowed to get away with whatever we liked. We can't do that now. There's a lot of rules involved. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you get around that, really, but um, there is a need for that kind of show and for up-and-coming people, to be honest. Even though, you know, television is not as much watched, there's other ways for young comedians to, to get out yeah. To get out now, which is fantastic, too. It's an incredible thing. 
Yeah. Mm, definitely. I mean, de- like it's stuff like Melbourne International Comedy Festival and the Fringe Festival and sort of stuff. You sometimes see those kind of late night shows where people just go on and do something that like Fancy Boy or, you know, some of the Auntie Donna stuff where they kind of go, I've just got this idea and I'm going to put it on stage. And, see what happens. And people just go knowing I'm going to see something crazy or whatever's going to go on. It's sort of that... that again Lip in the moment comedy? Yeah, that sort of stuff's come to, for, for me to look at it has come from that kind of... Oh, very much. Doug Anthony all stars Paving the way. ...style stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I love that kind of thing. I, I, would, I would go and see that kind of comedy. I think it would be wonderful. And it's exactly how we started. It's exactly what we did in the small venues that were around at the time. We did get up not knowing what we were doing and just uh, had a go yep. and took it from there. And that's where you nurture that. It's, it's great. I would, I would yes, I'd pay, even pay to see that. Yeah. yeah. And that's, like I said, having those those festivals and stuff where people can get out and do those, it's it's so good and, and yeah, even when they're just purely live shows, you go and it's not recorded and you kind of, you go and see these shows and you're like, years later thinking back and that was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen, but I've never forgotten that, that sort of stuff, so yeah. Well, in the old days, of course, what, what happened in the room stayed in as well. Yeah. So you felt... Fairly at ease saying whatever you wanted to, and whatever came out of your mouth came out of your mouth. It's a different story. Now, you do feel that on stage that you want everything you say has been taken down to be used against you. Yeah. Uh, it does interfere with the way you perform, depending on the kind of things you do. I mean, Black on the Sandman have always been fairly harmless creatures, so we don't really touch on any controversial subjects. But I imagine it would be very difficult for a lot of performers these days. Yeah. And as you've just said, you know, you've, you were kind of the. Not against broader audience, but like anyone can watch it and enjoy, you know, the Sandman and Flacco stuff. And I suppose that ties in with this show that's coming up, having lots of generations of people and having a story that weaves in, like you said, the you as people and the characters and all that sort of stuff. It kind of all, you know, ties in together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think what really surprised me when I first started doing it, I, I'd just come out of art school when I started doing comedy, and I thought I had. My niche audience there were just, were just artists and art people. When I started doing TV, I was starting to look out and see in the audience people I would never have dinner with. I wanted to mm-hmm. yeah. it's such a mixed group of people. And it, it was very exciting to actually know that what I was writing wasn't for a specific group and, and a specific mindset. And I, I just really love that kind of comedy anyway. And it, it, it really pleases me that... I don't get on with my audience in person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I know I've written at times that you don't write jokes, but uh, the the comedy that you create, particularly through Flacco, like I I could watch you not read a newspaper for hours on end. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Well, newspapers are a thing of the past now, but. Um Flacco, Flacco still loves the newspaper, you know, a plant-based information delivery system is what it's all about now, just to make, bring it into the 21st century. Yeah. <laughs> so this particular show for Evelyn, um, are we going to see a few kind of dips into the past with some of the, the well-loved skits and things like that, or is it going to be more focusing on the, the conversation and deconstruction? Well, the, the thing is, people will yell out requests. <laughs> it's sort of like the first time we did it, that started happening, and we'd forgotten all our old material. So, we <laughs> so we've had been re-rehearsing things we've known for ages because people do call out certain things, and yep. it's great to actually bring them all back. Yeah. 
So, yeah, there, there will be blasts in the past for sure. If the audience want to yell them out, we'll give them a go. <laughs> <laughs> they might have to coach you along with that. You know, no, then you do this bit. <laughs> yeah, I know. We have to help each other out with the lines, but that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for having a chat tonight. The show is coming to Ballarat Cabaret Festival on the 18th of November, but tickets are already selling fast, which is uh, just a testament to uh, how beloved Sandy and Flacco are. I, I didn't know they were selling fast. That's wonderful. <laughs> nothing, nothing worse than tepid sales. I'm really happy to hear that. You've made my night. <laughs> Um, and we'll pop a copy of this chat up uh, as a podcast after the show tonight with uh, the link for tickets. But um, thank you so much for uh, having a chat tonight, Paul. And uh, and uh, I know Flacco has been uh, listening in the background. Uh, yeah, he's just over there. I, I'll get him. Okay. See, I'm here now. That's how, <laughs> that's how quick it is to get into character. Now, I've been sitting here waiting to be spoken to, and nobody has spoken to me, so I'm not going to say a thing to you people. You have to come along to the show to hear this throat doing what this throat does. The throat still exists. I don't age. I'm fictional. I look gorgeous. But the thing you're going to see on that night, keep your eyes closed. I've got to go now. I've got to go now. I'm busy. I'm very busy, man. Unlike that other guy. <laughs> Thank you so much, Flacco. Oh, dear. I don't know I how you put him. up with him. <laughs> I have to live with him. Can you imagine? <laughs> terrible. Yes, he, he wants his dinner now. I have to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. We're going to uh, play a tune now from Flacco and Sandy with... Uh, the Soundbox, Sweet Virginia. Oh, um, wonderful. <laughs> but uh, thank you. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Uh, thanks so much. Great to talk to you. Here on LOL Radio, Flacco and Sandman with Sweet Virginia. To present for you a suburban opera. Uh, it's called My Serenade. And I've asked for the assistance of the Sydney Sympathy Orchestra. 